Hey everybody, you're listening to Art Smitten with me, Julia, and today I'm joined by Stu Larson. How are you going today, Stu? I'm good, Julia, yeah, thank you so much. So, do you want to t- tell us a little bit about your um, new tour coming up, Resolution, your new album? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm on the road at the moment, actually, in the UK. I, uh, I spent August in North America and just almost done 10 weeks in Europe now, and uh, I'll be in Australia very soon. Uh, to do a few shows in late November and through uh, to mid-December as well. Yeah, so it's just me and my guitar, traveling around, playing a few songs for uh, whoever happens to be there on the night. And you've you've described this tour as your best one yet. Why has it been different to your previous tours? It's just been amazing. I think because I've been I've been doing this for a while, I guess, and uh, I don't know how many times I've I've been to the states or Europe, but. I guess it just gets to a point where where you've got your fans, your solid core group of fans coming back time and time again, and there's just a deeper connection. I guess that's what I'm putting it down to. I guess like any relationship, the longer you know someone, the more you get to know them and the more connected you feel to them. So I think that's what it is. I just, I'm just i feeling more and more connected with, with the, uh, the fans that are coming along to these shows and also just feeling more, more uh, comfortable and, and uh, relaxed, I guess. In, uh, in what I do. I was a really shy kid when I was younger and it took me a few years to, uh, to get, get over that, yeah. So do you, do you have much contact with your fans? Do you have them reaching out to you, people that have followed you for a while? or? Yeah, totally, yeah. And I, I, every night after the shows, I try and hang out with people and, and catch up um, with whoever's around. I feel like I've got a lot of friends uh, all around the world who uh, I've met because they've been coming to my shows and the weekend was pretty special. It was my birthday, and there were people that flew into Brighton uh, from from Germany and Netherlands and Poland and uh, Spain and a few other countries, America as well. Some other oh. uh, so there was a lot of these core group fans that that uh, turned up at the, at the shows over the weekend. Um, so yeah, I definitely have a I think a good connection with the fans, and yeah, we've always got time to hang out. Well, happy birthday, firstly. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and when did your music career start out? Um, I don't know. I mean, it feels like it's still still just starting out. I guess I I did my first little EP. It must be ten years ago now. I won a little little um, competition, little songwriting thing in, in Toowoomba, where I was living at the time, and uh, I got to record my first little EP, which was not very good, but it was my first little step into music. Uh, so that that's ten years ago now. So I, I guess I started uh, to think about it more back then. Um, but I reckon it's only the last last four years or so since my uh, my album Vagabond came out in 2014 and a few years before that as well uh, with me travelling a lot more. But I don't know, I always feel like I'm just starting out. So Have you I, noticed I that really your style has changed since you started out ten years ago? A little bit. I reckon it was more, more poppy back then maybe. Um, but it's always just been me and a guitar travelling around so it's always been that singer-songwriter acoustic vibe. But yeah, I think it's, it's, it's uh, morphed into to what it is now from a, a more pop-based thing, definitely. Yeah, and I've noticed in your, in your latest album, Resolution, it's, um, there's a lot of focus on, on travel. So did that sort of, when you were writing the album, I noticed that you're in like, a different place for each song. Can you talk a little bit about that, like the inspiration behind um, the songs in your album? Yeah, yeah. I'm just always on the road, always traveling. So I guess I just write about whatever is in front of me at the time and about the people that I meet along the way. 
Yeah, I, I've, I've written songs in so many different places around the world, and some of them, some of the locations are, I, I remember where I where I wrote uh, certain songs, and other ones it's just a bit of a blur. But uh, I think, yeah, because I'm always traveling, that's what my songs are about, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens if I ever stop moving around. I, I wonder which, what kind of songs I'll write and what the inspiration will be. But for now, it seems to be that traveling kind of thing about the cities and the people I've met. And can you talk a bit about the songwriting process? Like, how do you how do you go about creating a song and then the finished product? It's uh, it's something I don't find very easy. Uh, I, I love writing songs, but they just I, I kind of want to wait for them to appear. So every now and then, I, I try and put myself in a situation where it's very isolated. Hopefully, no uh, internet, no TV, no phone. Uh, just a, an isolated, peaceful place where I can sit and think and read a book and and, uh, and then try and write a song. But even sometimes doing that, uh, nothing comes at all. So for me, it's pretty difficult to get the, the creativity flowing. I love traveling, I love playing shows, uh, but the writing is something that it takes a while for me to write. And I don't write many songs. I think there's maybe one song that I left off the last album and, and one song on the album before. So I pretty much record and release whatever I write. I've got friends who write 50 songs and then record 10 of them, but uh, they, uh, they seem to have this knack for, for constantly writing. But for me, it's a very slow process. And do you think the, the music of today is sort of lacking that um, introspection that, that you use? So, like, do you think the music now is very fast-paced and they're not taking that time to sort of travel and, you know, have a, have a moment of... Of silence, do you think that that's missing in today's music culture? I think it's missing in today's society, not just music. Yeah, I think we're we're all easily busy. I think there's so much that we can be doing, and and I think it's pretty difficult for us to take time out to turn our phones off and to sit and relax and think and read and write. And so, I, I, yeah, I think society is is a very fast paced beast, which which is good. But I think we all can find value in taking time out. No matter if, if we're writing songs or whatever job we're in, I think something special that happens when you can detach and disconnect for for a week or two. And that being said, do you, how do you feel about people recording things at your shows? Like, do you like them to have their phones away? Because I know um, in passengers' concerts, he likes you know the audience to be very present and have their phones away. Like, do you have that same sort of mindset? Yeah, I, I think it's. I, I mean, I definitely prefer people to be to be in the moment and. Uh, and have their phones uh, in their pockets or, or not even with them. But uh, I think in, in yeah today's society, I think yeah everyone wants to capture a little moment from a show. And as long as I, as long as it's like uh, the one song or whatever in the show, I think it's cool. I think it's it's funny to see someone with a with a phone the whole time recording everything. And I I don't know if they could be in in the room in in that situation. Uh, yeah, so I definitely I definitely prefer people to be enjoying the moment with everyone else. There was a moment in the in the show the other night. Someone had their phone up in the front row, and uh, it was quite high and there for quite a long time. <laughs> and uh, not many people were happy with that. And someone ended up yelling at them oh, <laughs> to wow. put it away. Uh, so it's slightly awkward, but uh, a good move, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and where do you draw your inspiration from? Uh, just yeah, just from places I go and people I meet. I guess um, life for me is. Yeah, literally on the road. I haven't lived anywhere for 10 years now. Uh, so I'm just constantly moving around and seeing new places and, and meeting new people. And, and uh, the songs uh, come from those experiences, yeah. 
And this might be a hard question, but what is the favourite place you've travelled to? That is... I was going to say that's an impossible question yeah. until I realised that Japan is my favourite country in the world and it will always be that way, I think. I, uh, I've been there every year for the last nine or ten years. It's just an amazing country and I, I feel I feel energised every time I go there. And I, the attitude of Japanese people is uh, so kind and so caring and thoughtful and, and the food and the culture and everything about Japan I'm in love with. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely my favourite country in the world. Do you have many fans in Japan? No, I do not. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I play with a friend of mine. His name is Natsuki Kurai. He's an amazing harmonica player. So we do a duo thing when I go to Japan. And we, we played a, I mean, the, the music scene is quite different there, I think. For, for local bands and for, like, my level, we played a rooms of 30 to 40 people, I guess. And it's like a restaurant dinner vibe sometimes. It's uh, just small clubs with high ticket prices. It's a, an interesting thing, isn't it? It's so polite and quiet. And, but yeah, there's, there's not a huge fan base for me in Japan. But that will not stop me from visiting there every year. So do you, do you think Australians are your biggest um, support base still, or do you think Europe is now catching on? Uh, I, I feel like Europe is, is ahead of the game, yeah. I'm playing to like three or four si- times the size of the crowd in, in, in lots of Europe than I am back home, which is, is interesting, yeah. I don't know why... Countries like Germany, Netherlands, and, and Denmark, and even the UK as well. And, uh, the crowds are, are much bigger than back home in Australia, which is uh, yeah, it's very interesting. I, I can't I can't explain why that has happened, but I'm not complaining. <laughs> and your song Chicago of your new album, um, I've heard that that's about your guitar. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I I was in the Chicago Music Exchange a couple of years ago. And I found this amazing old uh, Martin D35 from the 70s and fell in love straight away and uh, picked up this guitar and started playing it and started writing this song while I was in the shop and uh, bought the guitar and travelled with it over the rest of the tour. And I, uh, the, the song is literally a love song for this guitar about yeah. this guitar <laughs> and the journey that we had along the way. Yeah. And is there a significance to the title, Resolution? Can you talk a little bit about how you came to um, decide on that title? Yeah, it's a, it's a word in, in a song going back to Bowenville. Uh, the line is, when I was a little boy, I was so shy and resolute. And when I was a kid, I, I was both of those things. I was super shy. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I would hide away on my own. But I also felt like I knew who I was and I knew what I wanted. And so that, that word is kind of kind of uh, been lingering for all those years and uh, it's kind of applicable now as well the last album was called Vagabond and it was it was a very nomadic kind of vibe and, uh, and now again I feel like I know who, was, uh, who more of who I am and, and what I'm doing and what I want to do and so that word resolute uh, really resonates with this period of my life and where do you see yourself in five years time I have zero idea of that <laughs> at all I've never had a plan. I've, I've, I've made it my mission to just do whatever comes next. Yeah, since I quit my job 10 years ago, I, I always... My, my definition of success since that day has been as long as I can keep doing what I'm doing, um, just following um, the next adventure as it appears. So I have no five-year plan. I have a, I don't even have a two-year plan. It's, it's literally just making music, traveling around the world. So I guess my five-year plan is to still be doing what I'm doing. Uh, I guess that's my, my, the obvious answer, yeah. Seems, it seems to be working out well for you anyway. <laughs> yeah, so far so good, yeah. And would you like to share with our listeners some information about your upcoming tour here in Australia? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm playing seven or eight shows in Australia from from uh, late November in Western Australia, and and then I'm going to do a, an amazing festival in Adelaide called Porchland, and then I'll uh, do some East Coast shows as well. So yeah, it's going to be some some intimate little shows, and uh, I'm really looking forward to being back in Australia, back in the sunshine again. It's getting very cold here in Europe at the moment, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to being back for the summer and uh, having Christmas back in Australia as well. Great. So you'll be playing at the Grace Darling in Melbourne on the 8th of December, and people that is can correct, find your tickets yeah. on your website? Again, stewlarson.com. Great. Thanks so much for joining us today, Stu. Thanks so much for your time, Julia. Thanks for the call. Thank you.